is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Lost in Culture podcast hosted by me, Alex White. I swear I'm going to get better at dropping these on Mondays. <laughs> I swear I'm going to get better at dropping these when they're supposed to be released. But let me tell you what happened this past. So this past Sunday, um, we went to Sunday Funday in Dallas. And if you are familiar with Sunday Funday in Dallas, then you know that is a very extreme sport. And my 25-year-old body needs at least two, two and a half days to really fully recover from something like that. Um, and I didn't even have no voice to even record this intro, and it was just a mess. But anyways, it is spring break. Happy spring break to all it applies to, because it damn sure doesn't apply to me. Um, take advantage of these cheap-ass flights, y'all. These flights is cheap. No, I caught me a few round trips. Um, but yeah, spring breakers, be safe out there. The weather's getting better, so shout out to spring. Um, they did cancel South by Southwest, though, which I was kind of bummed about because I did have some things planned for the podcast out there. But um, I will be making a nice, big, dope announcement here in the next month or so. So um, so stay tuned. I, I can't stand stay tuned. That is so corny to me, but I don't know what to replace it with. So stay tuned. Um, but with all that said... All creators, influencers, motivators, entrepreneurs, anyone with a damn voice. If you want to come, be yourself publicly. Let's get something started. Uh, hit my DMs. Let's uh, let's plan something. Spring calendar is getting lined up super quickly. Shout out God. But yeah, hop in my DMs and we can um, we can we can get something going. Um, Women's History Month. I wanted to recognize Karen Silva. Uh, Karen is a social social media strategist, um, and personally, like my reliable source for any like urban news or anything going on in the culture. Um, you know, I go if it didn't come from Karen Silva, then I don't believe it. Um, but I started really paying attention to Karen Silva when she teamed up with Lil Wayne when he was locked up, and uh, she also collaborated with Nipsey and Black Sam for the Marathon Continues clothing line and things like that. So great motivator, great activist, firm in what she believes in. If you haven't, check out her books and her website for tips on being being successful in the media business. Uh, yeah, she's solid. She's solid. Um, another woman that I want to shout out this month is my little sister, Elise White. She's the CEO of Richie Lee Collection and current student at Texas A&M University. Not Texas A&M Commerce. Not to throw any shade at Commerce, but she does not like it when, um... Everyone thinks she goes to Commerce and not the Texas A&M University. So, uh, yeah, shout out to shout out to her. She's currently selling her Boss Gloss, which is a natural homemade lip gloss that she creates herself. So, make yeah, make sure you check out my little sister and go shop. Um, now, episode 27, I got to chop it up with video creator Nate God, GP's finest, GP's very own. Um, you've seen his videos on World Stop Hip World Star Hip Hop, YouTube, Facebook, etc. All those medias, all those media platforms out there. Um, I personally respect the shit out of Nate after this conversation because he just has fun with this. No clout, no fake shit. He's just a good, authentic dude. So shout out Nate God. Thank you for stopping by. Episode 27. Let's get it. Five, six. Five, six, seven, eight. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Lost of Culture podcast. My name is Alex White. Thank you guys for rocking with me. All the love, support, feedback, energy, everything you guys have given me thus far has just been amazing. I am not by myself. I am with the one, the only, Grand Prairie's finest. Nate God is in the building. What's up, man? I'm glad to be here. I've been wanting to be here for a long time, hey. actually, so I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for this one. I like it. I like it. So, I want to jump right into it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're well-known around everywhere, so let's just get right into it from jump. 
talk about how you started, how you really wanted to be a social media personality. Well, honestly, it went way, I'm talking like 10 years ago, maybe more than that. Um, I actually never saw myself as like a social media personality or star, whatever you want to call it. Um, it was more of, I was playing basketball. I was in AU and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I would play with my homeboys in the summertime. I mean, we played all together throughout the years. But in mm-hmm. the summertime, um, I snuck my mom's camera out of her room. And we kind of just started doing videos. <laughs> the little, like uh, the yeah. little joint. Little, honestly, it was a Kodak. I want to say it was a Kodak um, digital camera. Yeah, it had yeah. the video mode, but the video mode was terrible. Yeah. But um, we snuck that from my mom. And then we would just, like, make our own little skits and stuff like that. Just playing around, being stupid. We never we had MySpace at the time. Like, I wasn't yeah. even posting on yeah. YouTube. I was posting on MySpace. Mm-hmm. So I would drop the videos on MySpace. And the only people who would see them were really us and a few of our homies from school mm-hmm. and then it kind of started out like with that and then um i got into editing because i wanted to edit my uh highlights mm. for basketball because i was like man going to gp at the time so you was hooping i was hooping you got some tapes I, yeah i was five foot four but i was out there grabbing rim two hands like i who knew a ball was like straight up like you guys heard like it was 24 7 just hooping and uh i was like if I ain't got nobody recording my highlight shit, I'm gonna have my mom come to the games, record right. my games, and then I'm gonna edit them myself. So I learned how to edit from there. At the time, I was like 14, 15, so I was trying to get mm. my stuff built up because going to GP, sadly, we weren't getting we weren't getting recruited or we weren't getting yeah. scouted out yeah. there at the GP, time. Yeah, GP but does not get looked on. GP's killing it right now though. Shout out to them. Oh but, yeah, they just won. So yeah, yeah. shout out to. But uh, at the, the time though, we weren't really going nowhere. So I was like, shit. I mean, I'm, the most I can do is make my own highlights and see if I can get like recruited or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was editing and then. Um, Kind of just to work on my editing skills, we were doing the little like skits and stuff uh, in the summertime with my, my homies from AAU. Mm-hmm. And uh, from there, my senior year, there was uh, actually a group at South Grand Prairie called Asian Shore. Mm-hmm. And those are my homies. They were doing skits and stuff, too. And they were kind of popping. They had like a thousand followers on their little page. So I was mm-hmm. like, damn, everybody fucks with them. And I was like, well, we've been doing this shit. In my opinion, we're funnier than you guys. Like flex. Like It's funny because we're all good friends, though. We're right, like, right. Know, like, it's just a funny little... Friendly competition. It ain't no beef. We're just fucking around yeah, with each other yeah. playing around. And then we ended up collabing later on, but... My shit was called Swag TV, and the mm. reason I started it because I wanted to be like Lil Wayne. I wanted to be like my own little young money. So it was yeah. me and my group of friends, but we called ourselves Swag TV, and uh, we started making videos and just playing around from there. And then after we graduated, everybody goes to school. Everybody starts doing their own thing, and mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to do the videos. Like I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do something with videos. So okay. Like, whether I'm behind the camera or whether I'm in front of the camera okay. or editing okay. or whatever it is, I want to do something with videos. So years pass, I'm still kind of messing around. And then um, I saw this dude named Lil Moko. He's like, shout out to him. He's one of my homies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both signed to Univision. He uh, was doing the Cholo parodies and Drake skits and mm-hmm. this and that. And he was, he was popping like crazy. And uh, I was kind of doing something similar to him. And in my opinion, I was just as good as him. I just didn't have the shine. Like I had a right. thousand followers, like maybe 500 subscribers. Right. So me and my cameraman at the time, Harrison, we were just dropping shit. Like we were just pushing shit out. And um, we never got views or anything. Like we were just doing it for ourselves. Like it's, it's funny. Like whatever mm-hmm. happens, happens. And then um, about, I think it was 2013, 2014, we had um, got on Star. One of our videos made it to Worldstar. Oh, okay. And we are like, oh, shit. Like, we thought at the time, it's funny because we were like, oh, we're on Worldstar. We're on now. Like, we've got yeah, to yeah, on, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, 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 yeah. And then from there, like, you you got to realize, like, a lot of people don't understand. You get a viral video, that shit dies down in two days. One mm. to two days, depending on how viral mm. it is. And I didn't know that. It was all new to me. So I'm like, damn, mm. like, bro, we're about to pop out. We're going to make it. You better buy your mom's uh, mama crib. I'm about to buy my mom's crib. Like, just <laughs> Off the world yeah, star like, clip. Because our video started booming on YouTube. And I was like, hell yeah. But then it died down in like two days. And we're like, oh, shit. Like, damn. Man, it's harder than we thought it was. Yeah. So we just kept grinding and, and pushing out videos. And from there, it was kind of, the world star kind of did help us a little bit. But not as much as we thought. Right. And then um, 2015 came around. And I was still doing. So what I was doing was uh, cholo parodies. Like, mm-hmm. I would dress mm-hmm. up like a cholo. And I mean, I'm half Mexican, so I would do the accent and just make a funny video to whatever mm-hmm. song was popular. And I would do it to Drake. Drake's my favorite artist right now, so I would do Drake parodies, and they would always blow up. And then um, I did the hit the wand, the hit the quan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit. And I didn't want to do it. It's crazy because I told my friends, I was like, bro, it's too late to do it. It's already been like six, seven months since the song's been out, but it's still, mm. still popping. But I was like, fuck it, I'll do it. So I wrote the song while valeting at the Jewel Hotel in downtown Dallas. Like mm-hmm. I was literally in someone's truck. Like driving to the parking garage, thinking of the lyrics and typing them in my phone. And I was like, I'm gonna record this shit tonight. So I did that. I got off work. I went home and I uh, I remember recording the song with my son in my hand. And I think it's like a weird. Um, anytime I want to go viral, I have my kids in my hand now. When I was yeah, 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 like, yeah. Even yeah, my son now, he's yeah. five. And, like I'd be like, bro, come here. I need you for a minute. But I, need you I was quick. holding my son in my hand. And it's I like remember, a side of DJ Khaled. Yeah, something like that. Because I was holding Noah in my hand. He was a baby. He wasn't even. He was maybe like a year. I don't even. He was young. 
And I remember holding him and recording the song. And then the very next day before we went to work, me and Harrison, we used to dilate together. We're like, bro, let's just shoot the video real quick. I'll edit it in like 20, I'll edit it in 20 minutes. We'll drop it and see what mm. happens. So we did a 30 second clip. And uh, as soon as I posted it on my Twitter, that shit was like booming. And I was like, mm. oh shit. And then I checked my Facebook page. Cause I used to never get on Facebook, but I'll post on everything. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Right. Just to have it out there. Right, right. And uh, I posted it on Facebook. And then I, uh, my homeboy calls me, bro, have you seen the numbers? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, bro, we hit 100K in two hours. And I'm like, what? So I'm checking my, I'm, I'm at work, excited. I'm over here, every, my boss is getting on to me. What are you doing? I'm like, bro, chill out. Like, I got something going on right now. I got these people following relax, me. Relax, like, fam, yeah. relax. And then the next day, like the very next day, I wake up, 2 million views. And I was like, oh, shit. So from there, I'm like, bro, we got to really start doing this. Like, yeah. I ain't never got a million views before. Like, we always talked about getting it. Now we're here. So what's right. next? Right, what's next? Yeah. So from there, it's crazy because um, we're, like, we're doing the valet stuff. This dude in downtown actually ran, like, several pages with tens of millions of followers mm. and stuff like that, whether it was Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, mm -hmm. whatever. And he's like, yo, like, I just saw y'all's video. And he's like, y'all got some potential. He's like, can y'all do something with my cars? And I was like, what you mean? He goes to his garage, he got a Lambo, a GTR, a G-Wagon. Like, and I don't even know this dude. My friend met him because he validated his car. Right. And then he's like, um, y'all want to use my cars? Like, let's do it. I run a page called um, Street Effects. And I was like, let me look it up. 10 million followers on his page. Oh, I was like, oh bet. shit. So he invites us up to his condo at the W. He had one at the circuit, one at the W. And we show up. And it's a nice-ass place. He's got girls all up in there. I'm like, oh, what the hell's going on? Like, Damn. this is set up. Like, what's going on? Like, I went in there nervous because I didn't know what to expect. Like, right. Dude, his name was Satan on Instagram. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you already got Satan. I was like, bro, his name's Satan. Like, what the hell kind of weird shit's going on up in here? But he was really cool and he just threw me the keys to his GTR. He's like, make something happen. And I'm gonna post it on the page. Jeez, so, what we did, so what we did was we um we did the hit the wand video, but we made a full video because we only did the 30 second clip. Right, right, so right. So we reshot it, but we were just driving the GTR around and just I got all my homies to meet up and we made the right. video. And then he posted on his page, and then boom, it got like nine million, nine million mm. views. And I was like, damn. So after all that stuff was happening, we just ran with it. Like we had people coming in, who's this? Like I was a new face, so everybody exactly. said, who's this guy? Exactly. Oh, he's from Dallas. So a lot of people from Dallas started fucking with it. And then from there, I was dropping videos at least twice a week. Like, I was trying to get on it every day. And then that that grew my Facebook page because he was big on Facebook. So mm. my Facebook page shot up. I got verified. And now I'm, like, at 110,000 followers on Damn. Facebook. And I really don't even use Facebook that much. But now I'm, I'm kind of starting to use it because you get paid on there now. Like, right, right. It's yeah, like the new yeah, YouTube. Yeah, like, they're exactly. trying to have it all in one. And to me, it's better because people are already on Facebook scrolling through. And if you see a video, you just click on the mm -hmm. video instead of, oh, let me go to YouTube and type something in. Right, like, exactly. So to me, I think Facebook's really really smart for that but um is that your what's your favorite platform my to favorite really platform post is on? like twitter and instagram twitter I mean, I do, yeah i love instagram but i like twitter because you never know it's hit or miss like right, you right don't know, yeah. every time you post a tweet that goes viral it's different people every mm -hmm. single time like you, you got your followers and then your followers followers and it's just a big ass web from there exactly whether on instagram you post is, is your followers and every once in a while you get the people who click the hashtags and exactly stuff like that. But exactly so me i love twitter just because you know, you, you never know. Who's it's every global, yeah, global exactly. shit. It's not just your followers. You know, you went big on Twitter when you start getting, you start getting like people from Africa, people from yeah. Egypt, people from India. Like you get all these languages. Damn, like, yeah. I, you gotta been, hit the translate on yeah, there. Like hold on now. There's like, been several times where I'm like, bro, I don't know what the fuck y'all just said, but yeah. appreciate it. Like, Shout out, up. thanks for the love. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, that's kind of that's kind of what got me to where I am. And then I got with Brittany in 2016, mm. and she wasn't doing like videos or anything, but she was really good at makeup. Right. And I was like, man. You need to start doing videos, and she's like, "Nah, I'm too shy. And I don't mm. want to do it." And I was like, "I'm telling you, like the makeup shit's popping right now. Mm -hmm. You got the talent. You have a really good personality, so mm -hmm. you might as well like be one of them like makeup gurus, whatever you want to call them." Right. And she's like, "Nah, it's, it's just not me." So what I did was when I first got with her, I kind of had I had like three or four thousand followers because I was kind of starting to boom from the hit the one video. Right. I right, started right. retweeting out her pictures. Was that like the one like um? Not the world star one, but the hit the wand one. Was that like the one that really like took off? Yeah, because the, the one that was on um, world star was um, that. What's that OT Genesis song? The one he blew up. I'm in love yeah. with the. Yeah, I did that because my dad works at uh, at Frito Lay, so I had a bunch of hot Cheetos, and I was like, I'm in love with hot Cheetos, and we were throwing hot Cheetos. My homeboy was ripping dabs with hot Cheetos, like we were just acting stupid. And that one was the one that took off. And then for some reason, I checked the other day that YouTube deleted the video for copyright or whatever. But Damn. that's the one that was on Worldstar. But then Hit the Wong got on Worldstar. And then I started getting people doing reactions. That was the one. Yeah. All that stuff. But that, yeah, that was definitely the one that got me out there for sure. Now, your followers, talk about your followers from jump to now. So, of course, like when you first started, you've had, I'm, I'm sure you had people tell you, like, bro, what are you doing? Why are you putting this shit out? Talk about how your followers. 
really kept up with you and progressed Mm -hmm. and the ones that really just like left you high and dry from jump and then turned around and was like, oh, bro, you killing it. Yeah. Um, So it's crazy because like I look through now and I see like I try. It's kind of harder now because you get more likes and more engagement on social media and stuff. But I still see like the day one followers. Like there's some people from around here that I've never even met, mm-hmm. but I I see their their name on Instagram or Twitter. And I'm like, bro, y'all were fucking with me back in 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they'll hit me up I'm like, man, I remember you since blah blah blah. Like mm-hmm. I've been fucking with you this whole entire time. And those are the people mm-hmm. I really really like appreciate because mm-hmm. they remember everything and they've always through the ups and downs they've been there with me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like. I fuck with y'all the most. And then you got the people from, like, high school. Hey, we went to school together. Right, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, like, I was, not to brag, but I fucked with everybody in high school. Like, I was right. kind of popular. Like, mm-hmm. I, I knew every group of people yeah. in high school. Yeah, yeah, I was the same way. And, yeah. like, I was with the nerds. I was with the mm-hmm. sport people. I was, mm-hmm. like, with everybody. Yep. So, like, I kind of remember who I fucked with and who I didn't. So, mm-hmm. I see people that I didn't even like in high school because we had problems or whatever. Oh, man, I remember you, bro. Blah, blah, blah. Put me in the video. Those kind of nah, people. I just, you know, I'm like, nah, I ain't finna fuck with you. But then I got people that... <laughs> Kind of like showed me love back then. That I, I mean, I say what's up to him and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But then I got the people on um, Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that that just followed me and they right. don't really know the They're, whole background yeah, story. Yeah. So it's like you got a handful of different people. And I used to try to keep up and entertain every single one of them. But then I realized I just got to do me. Like, I'm going to put out what I put out. Right, and like right. I said, I got the people that have been fucking with me back in 2012, mm-hmm. 2013. They know what's up. And the people that just started fucking with me, they're going to kind of see what's going on. So with that, I mean, I don't really, honestly, I don't really have too many people, though, that will hit me up and be like, hey, man, what's mm-hmm. up? You know, like, I owe them or something. Or, oh, you know right, me for so long. Right, right, right. Stuff like that. Thankfully, with the girl side of it, though, like I was saying, with Britney's side of it, um, not to, to hate on their community, but I feel like it's a little bit more fake because it's oh, just... Oh, absolutely. It's Females are fake. Yeah, yeah, and, like, and I don't want to... And I know a lot of them personally, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of good people, but then you see a lot of shady shit that goes on online. Oh, absolutely. Because in person, they ain't going to say nothing, but oh, online, nah. it's, it's a nah. like an illusion or an yeah, image that they yeah. try to hold. But, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, that's a female trait. Like, yeah. that's just... It's us women, like, it's... It's kind of like a envy thing, but it's like I ain't gonna. Yeah, exactly. Hey, like, like you so, know what I mean? I always tell Brittany like I try to keep her away from that because she knows she's she's down to earth mm-hmm. and she's real humble. And I mean, I, the way I see it, when we go to Cali, people are like y'all are from Texas, like, and I'm like, really? yeah, we are from Texas. Like, we're proud of that because we don't act like y'all. Yeah, because y'all be out there, exactly. y'all are bougie and y'all. Are, yeah, some of y'all are stuck up, but. So you've done you've done a lot of work in L.A. Yeah. What compare that? Compare the GP working in GP and working in L.A. What's that work ethic like? Well, when I'm here in GP, like, I just, I, I love having fun out here. Like, people see me and they know. Mm-hmm. Well, most of the time when I'm in GP, it's not even, like, supporters. It's, like, friends. It's like, home. Oh, yeah. shit, what's up, yeah. hey, what's, what's the next video, blah, blah, that's what's right. up, bro. Like, all right, and then that's it. When I'm in L.A., it's, like, I feel like I got to compete. Like, I'm out there with mm. people that are really doing this shit. Like, it's more of a, mm. like, a job kind of thing because I'm out there with people that are, we're all signed to the same network whenever I go to Univision. So I'm trying to keep up with them, and it's mm-hmm. I kind of like it because it makes me push myself. Like yeah, I gotta, yeah, yeah. I see these Motivation. people with all these millions of followers, and like I'm just as talented. Y'all I just don't have the numbers y'all have. Right. So it's more like, okay, what can I do to get there? And I see them working, so I want to work twice as hard as them and exactly. stuff like that. But I do love going out there for the events that we go to because that's just network city. Like you go to oh, these yeah. events, yeah. and like I was at an event one day, and I had just made a video. Um, it was two years ago or last year or something like that. Um, it was the murder, the YM, uh, Melly, the murder on my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the parody yeah. that makeup on my mind. That okay. shit blew up. And there's a, a girl who's who's from here from Oak Cliff, Daisy Marquez. So I had shouted her out in the video because she had just made her palette. Mm-hmm. So I had made her palette. And at the time, she was talking to Brother Nature. I don't know oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, we had yeah. shouted them out yeah. in the video, just making some, like, just playing around right. with some stupid shit. And then literally, like, a week after, because the video went viral, a week after we had dropped mm-hmm. the video, I was in Holly, uh, Hollywood for a Laura... Mercier event, whatever it was, like a makeup event. Mm-hmm. And then um, I ran into Brother Nature and Daisy because they were still together. Like, he came up to me, he's like, What's oh, up, shit. bro? The video is hilarious. And I chopped it up with Brother Nature for a minute. We were drinking together and chilling for a little bit. So when I got there, I ran into like David Dobrik, like all these top YouTubers, like big people. And I was like, Damn, we're really out here doing this shit. Like, years ago, I always imagined it. Yeah. And now that I'm actually here doing it, it's like, Oh shit. Like, sometimes I take a step back when I'm in LA and I'm like, I'm really out I'm here. I'm really out doing here. Because a lot of people will go to LA with no plan and then right. they really don't have no events to go to or they're just trying to make something they happen. just or they just but, want to be out there yeah, just to be now out there. it's like we're out here because we got shit to do and yeah anytime i go to an event with brit or whoever i'm out there with we network and then we end up meeting somebody else and like hey there's another event going mm-hmm. on after this mm-hmm. blah blah so and so is going to be there connections and it's just like bam like that's why i love going out there just because you never know who you're going to run into do you see yourself 
really moving over there and settling it out over there? Um, as much as I want to. If I didn't have kids, yeah. But now that yeah, I, have, yeah. I have two kids, I, I really mm-hmm. don't see it happening anytime soon unless I just blow up stupid crazy. Right, right. Right now, I mean, it would be nice, but I even, I mean, even if I did have the money, I'd like to have a spot out there so I can right. go there whenever I need to go out there. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Texas has always been home to me. Like, yeah. Yeah, now, as far as, like, being consistent, like, you said when you first started, you were hella consistent. You were mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, we got to keep doing this yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. Now, how important is consistent? Is it still that level of importance? Or, like, yeah. how often do you feel like you need to... Now now that you have your, your name out there, yeah. how often do you feel like you need to put out content? Sure. Like, right now, I really feel like I need to start doing it. Because at, at times, I doubt myself. I'm like, okay, I got this far, and I'm not anywhere near where I want to be mm-hmm. but I know it's possible obviously it's possible because I've, I've got I'm in a position where a lot of people want to be in it's mm-hmm. not the best position but it's some definitely yeah, that a lot yeah, of people yeah, be in. yeah absolutely so now I tell myself all the time like yo you gotta really push it like you back then the the younger me would die to be in the, the shoes I'm mm-hmm. in right now and mm-hmm. I'm acting like now the shoes I'm in don't you really matter yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got too comfortable and that's where I fucked up like mm. Not that it's it's anything I can't fix, but I feel like I really need to start mm. dropping stuff. I always tell myself I want to make music. That's my next transition is music, mm-hmm. and I want to start dropping at least a video a week, once a week right. or a year straight. That's my goal. If I can do that, I feel like things will really start to pop off. Right. So with consistency now, I think that that's like a very important, major, major key, especially in, in the in the space I'm in because I want to really take off, and I can't do it now unless I push myself because now, like mm. I said, I got so comfortable. Mm-hmm. So. Like I, like I was telling, um, I have a friend named Josh Leva. He's out in LA. He's big. Like shout out to him. He's real cool. Um, he was telling me the same thing whenever I was really on the grind because he kind of met me when I was like on my shit. Right. And he's like, bro, you remind me of me. And he's like, don't lose that because I remember I missed yeah. that when I was really yeah. on that shit. And he's big now. Like he's he's killing it. Like he's he's doing ads for everybody. He's doing like he's doing this shit. So when he told me that, I was like, damn, like I really got it. I just gotta like, what do I want to do with it now well, that yeah. I got the ball? What, what am I gonna now? Do with it? Yeah. So I, I think now that I and I know better. It's just I get lazy all the time. Then mm. I got the kids, mm-hmm. and then it's easy mm-hmm. to make excuses. Life, life, like, exactly. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I'm 27. I still got to go to work and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, it's like I got to make sure my kids are good. I got to make sure everything's straight at home. So, trying to right. balance everything is probably my hardest my mm-hmm. hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. But I know I can do it. Like, I'm just making excuses. I know if I really wanted to do it, I can do it. She's working. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I'm, why I'm here because I'm ready to start working. Like, yeah. I want to let yeah. people know what's going on. And then that's that's the next move. And shout out to Crystal Lee. She let me borrow her, her MacBook so I can really start recording my vocals and there sending we them go. over and getting there shit we go. going. Because... I had an iMac, but I, I sold it because I was like, I ain't doing shit with it. So I was really getting that ready. That always happens. Especially, I do that a lot with my game systems. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I'll just be in school. I'm going to go and sell it. There, there the new game minute. come out like, damn, I need to go get that yeah, hell again. But. Exactly. Like, <laughs> me and me and Brittany both had iMacs, and we were using hers to edit and everything, and she's got the camera. So I was like, this shit. Yeah, I don't even need my yeah, shit. So I yeah. sold my shit, and then she moved back to her mom's. For a little bit, so we're kind of spaced out. Mm-hmm. And like when she needs, so it, now she you needs need it. your shit. Yeah, so now I'm like, damn, yeah. I should have sold it. But she how do you feel her, like? So how do you feel like uh, that transition is gonna be from being the guy that does the videos, the funny guy? How do you feel like your fans are gonna transition into you being a music artist? Do you feel like they're gonna take you seriously, or do you feel like you'll get some like? Kind of like hits on like you know why you doing this why yeah, you not yeah, sticking yeah. to this like for sure. yeah um that's been another challenge for me too like I'm real hard on myself so when mm-hmm. I put something out I delete that shit within like ten minutes like nah, mm. I don't I don't like that shit I'm gonna delete it mm. but the thing is with my supporters like they go hard for me mm-hmm. which I I'm grateful mm-hmm. because like I'll drop some shit and like even if I'm in the wrong they're gonna ride for me so right exactly. I'm like you know what I'm I need to get over that and just and put out what I, at the end of the day I want to put out what I love to do mm-hmm. and if I like it then that's all that matters but I know I'm gonna have supporters that fuck with it regardless exactly and I know I'm gonna have people that are like what are you doing like this is why I followed you and shit like that right, but you just gotta right. eventually you gotta get over that that hump and. And, and it's, it it's all about you. making you happy, exactly. like what, like doing what day. makes you happy. That's like, that's exactly because I had a homeboy named Bugatti Bees, and he was doing the same shit, mm-hmm. and he was doing good in music. He started doing shows, he started touring, mm-hmm. and he was just like, I ain't happy, like it's not what I want to do, because he had millions of subscribers, deleted his channel, started all over. Like mm-hmm. he was kind of all over the place, and I see because when you got so many different people, you feel like it's it becomes an expectation, and you got all this exactly, pressure on you, exactly. and then you ain't even happy with yourself. It's not fun you're just, no more. You're living for other people's happiness, and like, mm-hmm. I, I know it drained him, because you got that many people on your ass, and you're just like, damn. So he was branching out, doing this, doing this. He did music, and his music was fire. I fucked mm. with his music, and then I don't I guess he stopped doing it or whatever, but I seen him on Instagram Live the other day, and he was just chilling, like kind of 
saying he wants to do what makes him happy mm. and stuff like that. And I'm like, at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. So with me making music, I feel like it's something that's always gonna make me happy because right. I, I mean everybody listens to music. Yeah. It always makes you feel. Some and you type drop of way. that fire ass song with your son. What made you want to do that? Like what? What was the idea behind it? Because that yeah. was so hard for that's what? True. Hold your son five. He's four. Yeah, he's five. Like, he's four at the time. That shit go hard. Like yeah. what made you want to produce that and like do the whole like for real from DJ Khaled aside yeah. type thing? So honestly, DJ Khaled. <laughs> Bit off of me because I was doing that shit before, so I was born. Noah was like, first Noah of all, no, it was not even a year. No, it was like, I want to say, no, nah, he was about a year. He was maybe a little over a year. We had did a song. I just put him in front of the mic and had him blah blah yeah, blah whatever. Yeah. And he yeah. could barely talk at the time. So we, my homeboy, mixed it in. We made a song, and uh, Twenty One Savage was just now like on the scene. So I called him Twenty One Months or whatever. I called yeah. Twenty One something. <laughs> Oh, uh, and then we had him just kind of like do that, and it, it got a few thousand tweet, uh, retweets on Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and it wasn't really anything big. And then when I think he was two, we did another one and we tagged Ellen because we we're trying to get him on the Ellen show. So we did the Bad and Bougie parody, and he was like Nemo, Dory, yeah. mine, mine. And, then, and then Asad came on the scene, and he saw and DJ Khaled was doing the same thing. So I, I like I tagged DJ Khaled on Twitter, but you know it's. That's realistic. Hit or it's miss. Hard yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's hard to get somebody on Twitter, yeah. but it's possible because it I got Kylie Jenner to retweet my shit one time. So, oh shit. So that's how I know like anything, and it's just really possible with social media. Yeah, yeah. But like we, so anyways, with that, um, I had Noah with me, and like Noah's, he's funny as hell. He's like. He was chilling with me, and he's like, oh, you got a studio now? Because I moved into my other apartment. So we yeah. had a three-bedroom. We had my room, his room, and Evangeline's room. Mm-hmm. And then we had a studio where we had the lights set up. We had the camera. We had the, the computer and everything set up. So he liked to kick it in there because he liked the little um, neon lights, yeah, the yeah. little LEDs and stuff. So I'd be in there editing or whatever or, or like, listening to beats and just yeah. kind of going over stuff. And he'd be in there with me. And then he would see me, like, he'd hear my songs, my parodies. He'd seen my videos before. And he's like, Daddy, why do you do that? And I was like, cause I like having fun. It's it's fun to do it. So he would stand up there, and then when I put the headphones on him, and he heard his voice in the mic. Yeah, yeah. He looked, like, at, me, yeah. He looked at me. and was like, okay, like he liked this, and he was, he's conceited. Like he looks to stand, yeah. he loves standing himself in the mirror and stuff. So I started recording him. So I told him, I was like, hey Noah, say this. So I was yeah. telling him what to say, and then he said it, and I hit record, and I started recording him. And he, he the first take is actually the first. It like, was like yeah, perfect. He, did that. he reminded me of me. I was proud. Yeah. I was like, damn, he's out here first take, Nate. Like he's out here doing the shit. First take, but, uh, Nate. So he. Did that and I recorded it. I didn't really, honestly, I didn't think nothing of it. Like we weren't gonna make a song. Like I just right. recorded it, posted it on Twitter, and I thought it was gonna get maybe a thousand, two thousand retweets. And that shit got like three hundred thousand likes. Went crazy. Adam twenty two, like no jumper, started reaching out to me. Trippy Red liked the video. Like it was. Damn. Crazy. I was like, oh shit. So, yeah, that hell, yeah, that, so that whole fire. That's when I was like, we really can do something with this shit. Yeah. So I, I hopped on the song. The guy who made the beat, I reached out to him. I was like, bro, we, this shit's going viral right now. Mm-hmm. So he sent me the beat. He's like, man, I got you. Don't even worry about it. Send me the beat. We dropped the song. And actually, I was working on a song while uh, Brittany was in labor. She was like, we were, <laughs> we were working while she was straight up. While she was like in the hospital, I was writing my lyrics. I was That's she, dedication. She was out there filming videos. We were editing her videos. Like, we were working. Like, she was really about to have a baby. And we were in the hospital. She's on fucking IVs and drugged up. And we out here editing her. She had a Walmart campaign she had to finish before the baby was actually good. Like, and I was at the same time, I edited her video while she was laying in bed. Then I was like, I'm going to work on Noah's video because this is really popping. Right. So I wrote Noah's song, recorded it at the hospital. Like, we were out there working at the hospital. And then when we that were done, crazy. like we, it was like a sign of relief because we had the baby there. Everything was done. Everything was we done. Like literally everything. Baby here. Exactly. Work done. We yeah. are good. We we're going like, to the crib. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and then uh, I let the song on SoundCloud. I let it play for a little bit and like let it let it post or whatever. Let it have it on there for a minute. And then hit up my boy Jesse. And I was like, hey, you want to shoot this video? Like he already knew it was going viral. He was like, bet I got y'all. Because the first one me and Jesse shot went viral. We did yeah. the um. Lil Nas X, that uh, Old Town Road parody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. That yeah, whole was live, too. That whole was live, on that. So I told him, I was like, I kind of want to start. That's when I really wanted to make that transition from parodies to music. whatever. I'm, yeah, to music. Mm-hmm. So he shot my video, and then um, that one didn't do as good as I thought it was going to do, but I like the production of it. Like, to me, mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite videos mm-hmm. that I edited. I think it's really mm-hmm. good. And the most important thing to me is Noah can look back when he's my age and be like, man, my dad's cool yeah, as fuck. Like, I got yeah, some cool ass shit to look yeah. back at. That, yeah, so, that, is, that is very dope. Yeah, like, like that's, that's, that's a blessing on his, like, he's gonna, like, that alone is gonna be, it's gonna set him up yeah. for motivation to be like, oh yeah, I'm exactly. gonna be just like my daddy. Yeah. But, like, when you, when you tapping into your music realm, do you, do you write a lot, like, like, do you write a lot of your lyrics? Like, what's your mind space in when you're like, 
all right, I'm gonna, you know, write me a song. Like yeah. what like what element do you tap into? So, I mean, it really just depends on how I'm feeling at the time. Like sometimes I'll be driving at work, like I, like I said I work with, I'm, a, I'm an IT tech too. Mm-hmm. So when I'm out of town and I'm driving to Austin or San Antonio, wherever they send me, I got nothing but time. So I'm on the road, right. I put on my headphones, I start listening to beats on YouTube or whatever, and I kind of just feel like what do I want to write about? Like so I listen to a beat and then from there I get the hook. Like the first thing is the mm-hmm. hook because I know like especially mm-hmm. nowadays everything's about the hook. Catchy, catchy. yeah, it's all about so catch catchy. you can be in the club yeah. with and be like, okay, right, like bob just, your head too. Yeah, yeah, so I think about that, and then from there I go in, I dissect and start just like, okay, I start because I like to like Wayne was always been my favorite. Wayne got bars like that. I is my to favorite the rapper three. all time. I'm so. over here listening to the Drought Three in yep. 2020. Like I'm yep. no ceilings right now. Like mm-hmm. so, I still listen That's to Wayne my favorite rapper. Like, every single day, and uh, I try to be like him. I mean, it's gonna be. Hard to be like him. I'll never be like him. But hey, that's a good role model to have. Yeah, I look up to Wayne. If I ever blow up, it's, I'm bragging about Wayne. Yep. All the time. Like, ever since I was nine, ten years old. <laughs> for but sure, for sure. I try to spit bars like Wayne because a lot of people just say some random ass shit, and make it rhyme. Yeah. But Wayne be saying some shit even till now. Like I listen to Wayne. That funeral back, album. Yeah, like yeah. all that shit. Like so. Back then, like I listened to like the um, dedication, mm-hmm. dedication two, the droughts, like, all, all that, that shit, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I listen to some of his songs now and be like, just now casting some shit he said. And I'm like, dude, he was so far right. ahead of his time. Right, right. Like, I do God. that with him a lot, and I do that with Hove a lot. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. a big, like I said, I'm a big lyricist, so like yeah. I, I love catching mm-hmm. shit. Drake is good at that too. Like Drake is good at making you want to remind the track. Drake will too. say some shit that you hear it. And you listen, <laughs> oh like, no! Like, one time he said he, I got the Mercedes Puma. Y'all ain't heard of it. You gotta hit up Google. You type that shit in on Google. He's in that. Hotel looking at you like he plotted that shit he's like he's like an expert at chess like genius yeah and that genius. shit right there is what i like i don't like to just get down there and say some shit that rhymes right and, uh, hope it blows up like i want right. to put something out that in my opinion is good to me and people are going to appreciate it exactly and stuff like, that. like exactly. i don't want to like like i said i don't want to just do it to make money i want to do something that i love to do right and i've always right, wanted right. To, like with the videos even the funny stuff i always did the funny videos because i enjoy making people mm-hmm. laugh so with me it's always about you know something that i love to do and something that you know, I'm passionate about instead of just getting in there and dropping something and getting some likes or whatever. Exactly, so exactly. That's always been my mindset. Now, as far as uh, the 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 backside of having so many such a following and having so many followers and being such an influence, what are some? Uh, how do you handle like the negative talk? Because I know, like we were just talking off mic, you're gonna yeah. have those negative comments in there. You're going to have people hating on you. You're going to have people saying you you clout chasing or you doing yeah, you sure. trolling or you doing some shit for attention. Yeah. How do you handle that aspect of being where you're at? Well, shit, I remember back then when I first started blowing up. So 2015, I had me, my friends, my family, everybody ready to go out of war with me. <laughs> Y'all say something about Nate. Fuck that. Pull up. Drop the addy. Drop your location. But I had to tell him, like, I and like even it. me, like, I mean, I ain't the biggest dude, but shit, I used to get out there. Like, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you ain't no yeah, bitch. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I don't fight. She don't see me fight. We don't fight plenty of times, so that ain't a problem. I'm going to jail for whooping some dudes. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's like that kind of. Me being from where I'm from, I'm, I say the I say the two worlds. It's not the hood, but shit, we we fought every day. Like, shit, hey, GP, hey, Gunpoint, Texas, yeah. man. Hey. Shit, so shit. I mean, getting in a fight wasn't a problem, and I see all this shit on the internet, and I'm right. like, bro, like y'all don't even know who the fuck I am. Like, why y'all talking like that? But then I kind of had to realize, like, I had to think bigger than that. I'm like, I'm thinking like y'all at this mm-hmm. level where y'all are still at. I gotta think brands, business, like. I got I got people looking at me that I can't you know say what I need to say and then work a deal out with them so I had to right. kind of think smarter and, and kind of mm-hmm. just chill out so reputation from, at yeah, that point so from yeah. 2015 to 2020 like now I see this shit and I just scroll past it because mm-hmm. now excuse me now whenever I'm on Twitter and I get people quoting my shit and hating on it if I don't retweet it or like it or give it any attention mm. it goes unknown. it goes away like, yeah nobody knows so as as many people that gonna say you're trolling or you're doing shit for clout that's why they're under your comments because they like like, fam you gotta back the fuck up and uh, and watch your mouth shit it's kind of like a mixture like it's obviously everybody wants to grow Mm -hmm. anybody who's doing music anybody who's doing videos or whatever you want to be as big as you can be right and in order to get there you gotta have the numbers Mm. so you gotta think what can go viral what can what can pop off and Mm. this and that so it's kind of like a mixture of like i know whenever me and britney were doing stuff all the time and like i would post a video of me doing some sweet shit for her Mm -hmm. half the time it was was genuinely for her like I did it because I love her and then half the time it was like okay they're gonna eat this shit exactly so you gotta be exactly. smart and that's exactly. just a smart strategy mm-hmm. at the end of the day mm-hmm. people be like oh it's just for clout blah 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 it's like bro we're good at home we know we love each other this exactly. and, that. and we're both the internet couple so mm-hmm. of course why wouldn't we want to grow together mm-hmm. so it's, to me it's a smart move because a lot of the shit I did that was for clout like I got a lot of business like brands and exactly people yeah. like fucking with us now so 
at the end of the day, they can say what they want to say, but we got, you know, good people on our side, and we're working with big brands. Exactly. Now, um, you were uh, off off Mike, we were talking about your worth, knowing your worth, yeah. and knowing when to say no, when to take a deal, and I feel like, especially now, people are so quick, like, in whatever realm they're in, whatever they do, like, people are so quick to say yes to anybody, anybody yeah. that'll give them attention. Exactly. When did you realize, okay, I'm good on, like, I can say no. Like, I got power in myself. Like, yeah. when did you realize you were up to that level? Uh, it was probably, I want to say maybe, like, a year ago. Because I know back then, so I didn't really know the Oh, so game. it was recent. Yeah, so it was, was kind of recent. Like, I know... 2016, 2017, I really didn't see what was going to happen. Like, I didn't, mm-hmm. I kind of was just just doing what I love to do and then letting whatever happens, happens. And Britt at the time started doing brand deals for like $200, $300. At the time, we were like, shit, that's money. Like, hell yeah. And then fast forward to now, like, people would hit her up and she gives them their rates or I'll give them my rates, whatever mm-hmm. it is we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of the times they'll, they'll work with it. Like, okay, mm-hmm. they respect that because we know we're worth, like, what we're worth and we know. Right. They take us more serious whenever we give them a direct answer. We, like, right, this is my right, number. Right, this right. is what I've done in the past. Here's mm-hmm. my stats. Here's my insights, whatever. And uh, most of the time it's not a problem, but then you'll get some companies that try to, oh, well, we can't work with your budget. Your numbers aren't blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like Fashion over. I ain't going to put mm. on my blast, but Fashion Nova, <laughs> yeah. don't want to pay nobody. They want to send me all these clothes and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, bet. Like, I like they ain't talking. They ain't but talking no money. But then when you ask them money, it's, oh, well, here's our budget. I'm like, okay, well, you just probably pay Cardi B and everybody else thousands of dollars. Exactly. What make me more different but from them? But the people who made you big are the people that are like me and, you know, the next person out here with not the most followers, but the people mm. that are getting you business. Mm. So, I mean, there's companies that hit me up and, um, one of them, I'm not gonna put the name out there, but she knows they had sent me some stuff, and I did I did an ad for them for free actually because mm. I was out of love. I was like, yeah, I got yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second one uh, actually got a lot of likes on it and a lot of engagement. I know I got them some business. Mm-hmm. They hit me up again for another post, and they're like, "Well, all we can do is 50 bucks." And I was like, well, "See, that's a no. That's why you can't do no favors yeah, for exactly. nobody." <laughs> and I was like, "That's a no for me, dog." Because uh, for I'm real, all right, I'm gonna head out. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm like, all right, I'm about to head out. I think, um, like you're asking though, a lot of people out here in, in the Metroplex, DFW mm-hmm. don't really understand. There's people that do, but not a lot of people understand this type of uh, industry or this type mm-hmm. of work. So they see a money, like they see money coming out. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take whatever. And I understand that because at first it's new to you. You're like, okay, a few hundred right, dollars. Exactly. And, and I think but that's then, why they're so quick. Cause yeah. And then, shit. and then whenever now I ask for, like, I ask for thousands of dollars. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is my worth. And if you ain't, yeah. if you don't want to work, then that's what it is. And especially gonna, since you've been doing this exactly, shit. Like, you've been doing this and shit. Like, so. And you never know who's gonna see your stuff. I got people exactly. that follow me from all over the place. Mm-hmm. I got. I don't even know. I might have a lawyer. I might have a doctor. Right. I might have a millionaire so, somebody, who's yeah. that's interested in what you got. Exactly. So you really don't know. But I know for a fact I got people that are all over that have followers that can spread that shit. And you know what I'm saying? So it's not like you're wasting your money on an advertising exactly. whatever you want to do. Exactly. But I mean, eventually, I mean, I had to learn. Like, I had to tell myself no to some of these brands. And it kind of upset me because, like, they'll be, they try to bash you for not wanting to accept their little short right, ass deal. And I'm like, right. And I'm like, dude, I've been doing this shit for a minute. I don't need yeah, y'all. Y'all don't need me. Y'all, it's cool. Exactly, like, exactly. And I think that, I mean, that's just another thing that's just going on in our generation. Like, just people being just yes men and don't yeah. know, like, what they can really do. Um, but as far as, like, uh, you taking all of this knowledge, everything that you learned over these years, mm-hmm. Are you going to transition that into your music career or are you pretty much going to try to just clean slate like I'm going to like this is me now yeah. or are you going to take like your lessons learned and really apply it to uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to take everything I know and apply it to that because I mean business because music because the music industry gets shaky yeah, like they'll throw they'll throw a mill out there yeah. they will throw you a mill and niggas is quick to, yeah, to grab they'll take to they'll, me, they'll grab it I want to do it my own. Like, I want to do it independent I know a lot of people are like oh that's the way to go and I, think, like, I think I think I think everybody Everybody should be in but yeah, like if I can make money, cause like me back whenever 2016 I did this the whole. So let me rewind real quick. Back in 2016 I did a um, my first makeup rap song because Britney was into the makeup shit. So mm-hmm. I, it was a parody. I, I got her makeup, rapped about the brands and blah blah blah. And that shit was probably one of my most viewed videos at the time. Like mm-hmm. shit was blowing up quick. Like everybody was like, oh shit, that's that dude. I would go to mm-hmm. the parks mall and I feel like a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. Like, oh, shit, blah, blah. Neighborhood Taking superstar. Yeah. Like, Damn, like, I'm just Nate. I'm just an average motherfucking person. <laughs> But, um, so I started doing that and that's when I learned the business. I learned everything and I kind of, the makeup industry and the beauty industry is dirty as fuck too. Mm. So when you go mm. in there and you see how everybody is and they'll mm. throw this person a whole bunch of money, but this person's doing just as good as them. Let's throw them half that much because mm. they won't, you know, we, we can push them around. 
So with that, I'm going to take everything I learned and, and, and go to music because I have friends out here that don't really have a whole big following, mm-hmm. but they're good at I mean, they got talent. They can, they can like, rap. Shout out to 12 Gage. Like we were talking about Shout earlier. out to 12 Gage. For sure, for sure. He, yeah. um, he's dropping shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he doesn't know the actual business part of it because he hasn't been to right. that level yet. Right. But he definitely has the potential he to got take the, off. He, yeah, he got the lyrics. And I, was, and I wanted to talk to him about that too and let him know his worth because I don't know what he's doing behind closed doors or whatever, mm-hmm. but he mm-hmm. should definitely be making some money off the shit he's doing because for he's putting the sure, work in. For sure. And I know, you know, people like you're saying, people will throw you that meal and this and that. But to me, independence the way to go just because, I mean, I know, like, back when I was doing the makeup stuff, we had our clothing line. We mm-hmm. made big money off of just a clothing mm-hmm. line ourselves. We didn't have to pay nobody off. We didn't have to do none of that. It was all us. So. Yeah, was say, hey, you, you've seen the money before. Yeah, exactly. So you're not, so you not quick to, you're not yeah. rushing to the deal. It's, like, you're I'm not rushing to I'm glad everything happened the way it happened because what happened right, was we were right. doing Glam Gang. Our clothing line was, uh, clothing line was called Glam Gang. Mm-hmm. We were doing that and then we didn't have to, I quit my job. We were straight, we were just straight. Mm-hmm. And she would be like, you ain't working? I was like, <laughs> we got a clothing line right now. We we were working, but we ain't clocking Damn. in. We were working on our own terms. Like, you didn't go to work for a month. Uh, I didn't go to work for two years. Like we were really doing this shit, and then eventually, like it was kind of like it's. I love doing it, but the whole glam game concept wasn't my concept. Like I don't right, want to do makeup right, for the rest right. of my life. It, it was. Cool I said you gotta do it. shit that make you happy. Yeah, it, it was fun to do. I definitely got a lot of opportunities after mm-hmm. shit, but it's not me. Like I want to transition that to something else. So now right. that I've seen what I can do on my own, I know I don't need nobody else to like. I don't mm. need labels or whatever to mm. throw me some money exactly. to try to flip that because it's a risk when you do that exactly. especially when they want to throw you a meal and you know damn well that meal is not for you you got to mm. do something with that to mm. make some money and profit off of that so i mean to me i think i can definitely definitely do the independent way with every with my supporters because they fuck with mm-hmm. me that heavy mm-hmm. i just i think the thing is my supporters are waiting for me to do it because i'll tweet every once in a while man if i drop them if i drop an album or if i drop music who would fuck with it i got a handful of people bro when are you gonna do it you've yeah. been saying this shit we're waiting like drop this shit already so. yeah so like as far as like um you taking like just you jumping into this shit like mm-hmm. you are so quick to be like fuck it i'm gonna do it yeah have your have your mindset always been like that, or was it a, was it when you blew up you were like okay, like I can do whatever now, or have you always just had that yeah. I can stop this and do what I want to do yeah. type of mindset? Uh, it's always been like that ever since fucking elementary school. Like mm. I just did whatever I wanted. Like when mm. I first made like money off of stupid shit, I was like, man, I could do. I felt like I could do anything I want. And it's crazy because mm. my grandpa, before he passed away, he was always telling me he had dreams that I was like an entrepreneur and this mm. and that. And as a little kid, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. But I remember my dad and my mom would be like, damn, he's over here like saying he's going to be an entrepreneur and look at him. Because what happened was my dad used to work, well, my dad still works at Frito-Lay, but he would get boxes of chips and shit. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, with the chips, I'll get them for free. I'll mm-hmm. take them to school and I'm selling hot Cheetos. And I, them I, was, I was making yeah. hundreds of dollars. I swear to God, I was making hundreds of dollars off of hot Cheetos. Because I would go, before going to my class, I would hit up every, like the gym. I know I knew exactly where to sell the Cheetos. Yeah. I would go to the locker room. We already know the athletes buy. By the, by the vending machines and be like, look, these are a dollar. I got you. For I 50 got fifty cents. Cent. Yeah, exactly. and I'm out here. So I always had that mindset. And then when it came to like doing videos, I never gave a fuck what anybody said. Like, right. I, like I'm just, like, I always love to be goofy. I like to have mm. fun. So I'll be the first person to do some dumb shit. Everybody's like, bro, you're so extra. And I'm like, that's just me. Like, that's I like, I like I having am, fun. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I didn't think about content back then. But looking back at it, that's just funny ass content. That's right. basically what what everybody likes these days. And that's just me being me. Exactly. So I always had that just fucking, I'm going to do it. And whenever it came to like videos, I'd be like, "Fuck it, I got." I'll call up my friends. Hey, I need y'all for a video. I got an mm-hmm. idea. I'm about to drop this shit right now. We're gonna like. There's been times where I'm like, "Fuck it, let's do it." I'll hit up. I'll, I'll find the beat. I write my lyrics, record the song, shoot the video, edit, drop in one day, mm. same day. Mm. Like, and that's when I was really on my shit. And I'm looking back at it, I was like, "Damn, like." I was really just like, fuck it, let's do you it. You know how to do a lot of shit. You know how to write. Yeah. You know how to edit. You yeah. know how to like. You know how to produce content. When did you really like sit down to be like, not only am I gonna put out this content, but I'm gonna learn how to edit. I'm yeah. gonna learn how to be pretty much my own team. What made yeah. you want to just be like a all in one? Like, sure. <laughs> what, what it was was depending on people because mm, me, mm. especially me, like I like putting shit out. When I want to put it out, mm. I like waiting on people. So back then, my homeboy Harrison was shooting out my videos. And before, Harrison, Harrison Ho, he's a he's oh. an Asian dude. Okay. Um, he's a hoe. I always call him a hoe. No part, no part. Nah, he was like the video dude back at SGP. Everybody knew him because he was taking pictures and videos. And mm. we linked up, and we ended up becoming real close. We moved in together and shit. So mm. that's when we decided let's do this shit for real. Mm. And um, he was doing my videos, but then. 
he was working and shit too. So I kind of like, bro, like teach me this shit. And I think he didn't want to teach me because he's like, nah, I don't want you to like blow up. Yeah, take like, you girl, but take like, your I ain't that out. type of person, bro. Like you helped me out through a lot of shit. Like right, you did a lot right, of stuff right. that you didn't have to do. Mm-hmm. So I told him if anything ever happens, no matter what, like even though we don't, you get some yeah, love exactly. Yeah. So um, I learned how to do this shit on my own, and I'm still learning to this day. It's been mm-hmm. ten years. I'm still learning how to edit, and I get super excited when I learn new shit. Like I be yeah, on YouTube learning. Yeah. Like, I didn't go to school. I went to Mountain View for like a week, and I dropped out. I was like, "Fuck this shit. This ain't me." My dad was pissed. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But I knew, like, nah, something's gonna pop off. Right. But I learned how to do all this shit on my own, and I just didn't like depending on people. So mm-hmm. I learned how to edit. Mm-hmm. I learned how to set up the music stuff and record my vocals, and I learned how to shoot video. Like to me, my angles when I shoot video. Like honestly, I wish I could have myself shoot my own music video. Right. Yeah, right. People shoot me, and I'm like, bro, I don't like these angles. Yeah, like, you gotta like, I gotta you gotta direct it too. Yeah, like, like, I'll be directing <laughs> shit. Like, I kind of tell the like what I want to do with this. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, there's just so much stuff like behind the scenes. I email these brands myself. Like, I don't mm. have a manager. Like, yeah, I want to get one just because. I was gonna say, like, what's like, you do you plan on getting that team for you? But since you're so like. That's you're so hands on, and you like you like want your shit perfect. Do you yeah. see yourself hiring like a team? Or? I want to, but then at the same time, like you said, like I'm just so picky. Like, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to, and I'm not an asshole. So like, if there's some shit I don't like, I'm. It's hard for me to tell. Yeah, them I don't like yeah, it. I'm like, yeah. I got home yeah. and I tell Bree like, damn, I really don't like yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I don't. That's just not me. Like I don't know. I was raised to like just. Keep quiet and never complain. Right, so right. So like, right. With, I see a lot of people complaining and shit. And I'm like, bro, I just, I just, whatever is thrown at me, I take it and I exactly. run with it. But I do want to get a team eventually. But I, it's, I'm gonna be really picky and I gotta make sure it's exactly what I need because mm. if it's not as good as I can do it, there's no point in having you. Exactly. So it's exactly. Just, it's just real hard to like kind of pick out and see what I want to do. But I do think if I had a team, it'd be a lot easier on me because I wouldn't right. have as much stress with me doing all that and being a parent mm. and going to work and I just got so much stuff going on. So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's so much life. It would help out, but like I said, I'm really picky, so we'll see. Right. Do you see yourself like with the with the background you have now that you you've done the YouTube, mm-hmm. you've blown up on on the videos? Do you see yourself like being on the big screen? But now that since you're doing since you're going into the music scene, mm-hmm. do you really like if would you want to like if if that if the opportunity were to come up, would you want to like be on the big screen or like do something with like a movie mm-hmm. or like a show or a commercial or yeah, something like for that? Sure, like. I want to do it all, to be honest. Like you said, mm-hmm. I've been doing everything. I, I like. I think my main problem is, and I think I'm inconsistent because I get so good at one thing and I get bored mm-hmm. of it and I hop onto mm-hmm. the next thing, get good at it, mm-hmm. and then I go to the next thing. If I could just stick with one mm-hmm. thing and, and run with it, I think I'd be, you know, where I want to be. But like I said, I get so like distracted and I want to do this because, like, to me, it, it makes me happy to know I can do all types of shit. Like right, I'm building my right. resume and I'm looking down. I'm like, yeah, Damn, yeah, you got golden ass. Like, my homeboys like, bro, you a jack of all trades. I don't know yeah, how you do it. But yeah. I mean, I just, I think I get that from my parents though. My mom, like, you can ask Chris. I was gonna say your parents gotta my be mom, like top notch. My mom be making every like she's crafty as hell. So yeah. right now, I, I wanted to bring that up. She makes cups right now. So okay, like, so shout out doing, mama. Yeah, what's she doing? My mom, she got a little, a little Instagram, uh, duckiesdesigns.co. We just started the Instagram like yesterday, or the day before. Okay, but okay. What she's doing is making these little cups. Like she can put custom designs and stuff like that. But I got all my shit for her. Like, my mom's always been good at drawing. She's always been good with art, always been mm. crafty. And, like, her work ethic, like, she goes to work, comes home, and starts making 10 fucking cups right after work. Like, she mm. don't get no sleep. She stays up all night. And I'm like, damn. And then my dad's the same way. Like, my dad's always been, like, I guess you could say athletic, but, like, in a different way. He skateboarded. He rode bikes. Like, he did everything, mm-hmm. like, in that nature. Mm-hmm. And then, He got good balance. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. That's what it is. Like, my dad, I don't, I don't know if it's true, but my uncles and my mom were like, man, before we before uh, we had you, your dad was sponsored and blah, blah, blah. Like, back in the day, he was Dang. really good at skateboarding. And I was like, well, damn, like, I guess this is where I'm getting it from because my dad, yeah. you know, my dad's work ethic, he won't take a day off. Like, See? he goes to work every damn day, 12 hours a day, and then he'll... Like when we see him, I'm like, damn, you're not at work. He's like, well, I was gonna go in, but shit, I, they wouldn't let me. I'm like, well, damn, damn like, like shit, like take your ass home and take yeah, a break. Yeah, take a take a nap. That's how nigga, he is. Like he don't ever want to take no breaks. Like on Christmas, he's working. On every holiday, he's working. I'm like, dad, you need to get your ass home. But well, shit, that's where it come from. That's exactly. how you gonna be too. Yeah. Shit, nah, you know. Nah, I look up to him a lot because of that. Him and my mom, like that's we get into it every bro. once in a while because well, my mom sees the whole social media thing and she sees mm-hmm. like what's going on mm-hmm. and how. The, the potential and my dad's kind of starting to see it now because like, he has some oh, his friends are his age and they're kind of on that way old too. school they so are yeah, yeah, 
yeah, at first they, he was like against it, but then his friends are like, "Yo, your son's now got they finally shit. on yeah, the so yeah." That's kind of like easing into it, and he sees like, well, I think what it was was when I started getting us VIP events, and he was coming with oh, us. Oh yeah, yeah. And he started seeing yeah. how they are treating us, like yeah. we went to so and so, and they're giving us free shit. My dad's walking around like he don't gotta pull his debit card out. I'm like, yeah, nah, chill out. Like, yeah. It's free, dad. It's free. That's how like, we rock around exactly. here. So that, that's always good to do, and like especially when the city started showing me love, mm. like the city mm. reached out to me and mm. invited me out, this and that, but. I think uh, everything just comes from them, and I'm really appreciative. I was gonna say, how does how does a uh, uh, GP treat you? Like like you coming from because they, you know, they always say yeah. when you make it, don't stay at home. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. you you got haters at home. Shit can get knocked off. Mm-hmm. How does GP treat you? To me, I mean, they show me love. Like when mm-hmm. I'm in in GP, mm-hmm. it's never really like supporters or like fans or whatever you want to call them. It's just like homies and fans. Shit. Like, I friends. mean, friends. Yeah, the family. only the only people that act weird and want to take pictures and get all scared and shy are like the younger generation like mm-hmm. anywhere from I want to say like maybe 2016 and up like that just graduated mm-hmm. because everybody from mm-hmm. like 2015 I know like right, from right, 2005 right. to like 2015 like mm-hmm. I, I fucked with all of them like I know mm-hmm. everybody because either I had cousins their age or like I was their age or we graduated together so when I'm in GP it's more of just like hey what's up like how you been and like they, I see you bro keep doing your shit and like mm-hmm. stuff like that but when I go outside of GP, it's more like you get. When I go to I go to Arlington a lot, so I go to the mall, Parks Mall, or I go to Dallas, like the Galleria. Yep, yep. And that's when you start seeing people that really didn't grow up with me, right, but they know of me, right, and they get all excited right, and shit. Right. They're just like, oh shit! It's, how was that it. feeling like? Like how was like when you first walked outside and like you got that you got that love? How was your reaction to that? Like, was that it like, shit. oh shit? Like, like it, it was crazy because back then I'll take a few pictures here and there. It was rare. Right. But then now it's like when I go places and people want to take pictures, I'm like, oh shit. Like, I know it's, deep down yeah. to me, I'm going to say I ain't shit yet. But like, I'll take pictures of people like, oh man, that's what's up, bro. Like, I appreciate it's you. It's crazy the impact. Or I look up have. to you and I'm just like, damn, like, I'm really, I'm really out here. You never know the impact until yeah. it's, until it's shown. Like, the, you know, you never know. Like, I, that's why I always tell people. Like, we were talking about reputation. Mm-hmm. The shit, like, the way you carry yourself, the shit that you say, how you act, like, you never know who's exactly. watching, who's paying attention yeah. to who you are. And I know, like, so it's, it's crazy, but there's people messaging me, like, hey, man, like, this is going to sound weird or crazy or whatever. Don't judge me. But there's been times where I wanted to kill myself, and your videos they, kept they me. They helped you out. They, you know, they got me through That's hard times. Crazy. And I'm sitting here, like... This is real life shit. Yeah, like this is, you know, people are really shit. going through shit. Everybody goes that's through real shit. shit. So I don't want to get too deep and like personal or whatever. But like whenever they tell but me that, I'm shit. like, bro, yeah. like I'm appreciate. I hit them. Up, I hit them up and I message them back quick. Like I don't yeah, want them absolutely. to think they don't have anybody absolutely. and shit like that. So I'll message them that's and be like, shit. yo, like I appreciate that I can do that for you and I appreciate you watching my videos and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I do it out of love. Like I know people want to make money and blah blah blah. But at the end of the day. Seeing those type of mm-hmm. messages and seeing the impact I had on that, mm-hmm. like on people like that are going through some real shit, just makes me even happier and makes me want to drop more shit. For and them. the thing, like I can, I can respect you a hundred percent just because you, like you, didn't hop on the train of oh shit, let me hop on this social media wave because yeah. this is what is in right now. Yeah, exactly. You MySpace days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you was, was you was before, yeah, yeah you was doing this shit. Mm-hmm. What. Those times, those MySpace days, was there anyone you saw that you looked up to and that you was like, oh, I want to be like him? Yeah, there really was. So, I don't know if you know him. They're from Arlington. You know little Dion? That she said she liked my yeah, dude. She said she liked my yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I used to watch all those Shout videos. Shout out to Sagi. Like, yeah, yeah Sagi. <laughs> what happened was, I, like I said, I played basketball, so I had a I had a tournament at Sagi. Mm. And I saw it, and I was tripping out. Like, this is cool. <laughs> and they were hitting that hole. And I was like, oh, yeah. shit. So, like, I saw them doing it. And then I was like, man, that's why I kind of made Swag TV. Me and my mm. homeboys, Day-Day. Shout out to my homeboy, Day-Day. He mm. stays by Sagi. Like, we've been just doing that shit for so long. And Day-Day is really one of my best friends he makes music and shit too, and he's kind of one that pushes me. He's like, bro, you got it. And honestly, to me, Dede is probably one of the best rappers out here, but he doesn't put mm. his shit out there. He's just, mm. he's a real humble dude. He doesn't brag about himself. He right. he was always like helping people out before he helped himself. It's always out. those guys that like, got the fire. I would tell him, like, bro, you need to let me be your manager. Let right. me help you out. Because you got, like, his voice is just, you listen to him, like, yeah, he's got that shit. But me and him were doing this shit a long time, and then from there, like, we would just kind of watch their videos, and then, mm. like, we just, like, oh, shit, like, they're doing it. And then Dorm, yeah. I think they were called Dorm Attainment or Dorm Entertainment or whatever, like, back mm-hmm. in the day, they were kind of doing videos like that. So I looked up to them, and um, 
really Lil Moko, the Cholo dude. That was yeah, 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 yeah. Him, but for sure, I think Lil Dion, because I seen him, he was in the area. Yeah, so yeah, that, I remember that shit, when that whole popped off. I, like, I remember bro, that, that shit. That yeah. other one, that, uh, what was that whole called? Eye uh, contact. Uh, eye contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole, yeah, that was that was a nice little era right there. That was a nice era. because a lot of kids these days don't know what they want to talk about. Know how that was. Lil Dion really set this bitch off for the DFW. No, for I, hey, I won't, I won't argue on that. I won't argue on that because that that shit was live. But okay, so you going into music? Um, they all like a lot of people always say that you should be able to play an instrument mm-hmm. as an artist. Yeah. Do you see yourself learning how to play an instrument or getting into that scene as well? I was in band. So, oh shit! <laughs> oh damn! It. You know me. I was in band. I was like, I wanted to be Nick Cannon. Nigga does it all. I played percussion, so and I went to like a. I think it was called solo and ensemble, and I went to this competition and won a, like one first place and shit like that. I went to Sandy Lake to play in all these. Different, oh, okay, like, okay. So I, I played drums was my shit, but I played the xylophone and all that. I know. How, I kinda, oh damn! It's been a minute, but I used to know the piano. I used to know how to read okay. music and shit. So oh, okay. So to be honest, I mean, I know how to play instruments. Guitar is some hard shit. I tried to learn guitar, and I was like, hey, fuck but that. If you can get that yeah. shit that shit that's a the only reason to play. i wanted to learn because wayne was doing the guitar and shit yeah and I was like, and that's why i wanted that. to pick that's why i, I like, picked it up too yeah i picked shit. that bitch up but i had to learn me a few notes yeah. too but nah for sure i know how to play it's been a minute but i could play some instruments yeah so are you are you excited about this transition like going into like pretty much nate 2.0 with the yeah. music shit like yeah, I'm, I'm excited because i know a lot of people been waiting on it it's been mm-hmm. i want to say at least three years since i talked about doing it mm-hmm. i just haven't done it and i think like honestly it's the perfect time to do it i know i'm a little perfect bit older time. crazy thing is i'll google who's 27 who's 28 yeah. that's blown up <laughs> at this time and i'm like okay man so i'm not too late like there's some people that right. have great careers that blow up at a late age oh absolutely so. it's never ain't no time is, ain't no time frame yeah exactly shit. i was really hard on myself about my age like man you're already 27 nah, still out here nah. trying to make it but then i was like nah I, Age don't fucking matter. Yeah, they know, if you yeah. got a dream, you're gonna chase that shit. And if you really want it, ain't you'll no get time it. frame on so, that shit. I'm excited though. I'm really excited to get this shit. Popping. Who you listening? Who you listening to now? Like who's your who's your shit, top day, five now? Drake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Drizzy. My friends Drizzy, always talk shit Drizzy, to me. Like, bro, Drake, yeah. the dude from the Degrassi. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My friends always like, bro, do you listen to anybody else? Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> I like Party Next Door. Um, I like The Weeknd, Drake. Um, I really don't like fuck with NBA YoungBoy a lot. I haven't because like he's younger, so I don't really like. Mm-hmm. But my little cousins mm-hmm. and everybody there in the South, like they go to the mm-hmm. GP in the South, like they fuck with him heavy. So I, I kind of listen to his shit. I'm still I kinda, trying to like, find my my likings towards this yeah, new trap like, shit. Like, now I, fuck, too. I mean, he goes hard for what he's saying, but yeah. I, mean, I just don't relate to it as much. Right, I'm in a different space. I'm not exactly. Out here like that, when know? we were growing up, we it wasn't really no trap music yeah, like the Migos exactly. and NBA like that out here. Yeah. So I'm trying to find my my likings yeah. of that too, but yeah, them niggas is hard though. Them hard. Niggas hard. Um, Travis Scott, Migos. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who else I really fuck with? Really, I mean, those are like my top artists. Nav, I don't really, I, I like Nav just because like the shit he be saying goes hard, and I like the fact that he does his production mm-hmm. and all that mm-hmm. stuff too, like behind the scenes type shit. And I mean, pretty much, I mean, just what's popping, I listen to shit like that. Yeah. Like yeah. Gucci, I don't really like Gucci any like his new shit, but I used to fuck with Gucci. Yeah, that old Gucci, yeah. Oh, Gucci. Yeah, like Gucci was a fool. Yeah, I mean, shit like that. I mean, Big Tuck, I be seeing Big Tuck sometimes at the club. Right. I'm like, so, 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 like, we yeah. Don't give me some on that song because I know every fucking that song, <laughs> that's the anthem like, right yeah. there. <laughs> be like, bro, how do you? I'm like, bro, I'd be out here. Yeah. So what do you like? What would you? What's your advice to like the the generation or anyone that's up and coming, trying to get to the following, trying to yeah. get on the scene? Mm-hmm. What's what's your what's your advice to to that crowd? Honestly, man, if you really want something, you're gonna go get it. So. The way I look at it, like I always tell young kids, they're like, hey man, how did you grow on social media? How did mm-hmm. you? The way I did it, I didn't plan to grow. I just, mm-hmm. I did what I love to do. I mm-hmm. did what you know came natural. I never forced anything, and it was just all out of fun. Like so, right. to me, I stay. I was consistent, but I would say like stay consistent. Do it because you love it. Because a lot of people would do some shit expecting numbers, expecting money. Right. But when it doesn't come, they get right. discouraged. So to me, I'm like. If right. you don't really have a passion for it, if you don't love it, just don't even bother trying exactly. because you're going to get disappointed at the end of the day. Mm. So, like, my main advice would be do something you're passionate about. If you really love it, stay consistent, and you'll mm. start seeing the results. And be, it's all about authenticity, too. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be authentic with yourself. You have yeah. to be authentic with your crowd, with the people you're around because it's like, they'll feel that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you can feel you can feel when somebody's yeah. being real and they, they, they doing this exactly. shit and they want to do this shit. Yeah. And you can tell 
the clout chasers, the yeah. ones that just want to be on social media, the ones that just want to have their name under some shit. Yeah. Like you gotta like and, and another reason why I give so much respect like you just doing you yeah, like exactly. that. I'm just having <laughs> like, fun. Like I really just want to yeah. have fun with it. I got kids now, so right. like I said earlier, like I'm just trying to have fun and have you know Noah and eventually look back and see mm-hmm. what their dad was doing and having fun and you know mm-hmm. putting them there so they can be in their teens or like twenties or whatever. Look back and see the videos we did. Exactly. We're just having fun and exactly. it's all out of love. Exactly. So that's that's my main thing is just do it if you love it. Exactly. Can you like so so what's next like? Are we gonna get a, maybe one more video, or are we like, what's what's next? Are we going straight I mean, to the studio, or what? Honestly, I don't know. I'm still kind of thinking about it. <laughs> I do have a song already written. It's a makeup song, but I honestly don't want to do it just because I want to get away from that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. as far as the cholo parodies, I really do want to drop one more cholo parody, but it's okay. just super hard right now because... The internet's sensitive and like people are like, oh, and this yeah. and that. But honestly, like I really do want to do one more just to just like maybe a skit, like cause it's I used to call myself Mini Bites. Like that mm-hmm. was my cholo name. Mm-hmm. So like I want to bring Mini Bites back and be like, oh, this whole time he was locked up in prison. And he's ah, out now. Some kind of skit. So like that's what I want to do. I just gotta make sure I do it the right way. Cause I don't want to offend anybody mm-hmm. and this and that. Cause I know mm-hmm. a lot of people, even my own family are going through shit at the border and like with mm-hmm. the whole Donald Trump mm-hmm. shit and all that stuff going on. Damn. So it just became. I kind of stopped doing it because it just got so. It gets serious now. Yeah, Talk like, about that. Like what? Like the times. Like how has that? Because especially with social media, social media is hella sensitive yeah, now. Big time. How like how does how was that transition going from like the old world where you could just put out whatever, say whatever the fuck you want, to now like do you have to really like watch what you say and watch what you put big out? Big time. Like big time. Like I, every time, everything I do, I tell my friends. Anything y'all say is going to affect me. Mm. If y'all going to say some stupid shit, I really can't be mm. kicking it with y'all no more because I mm. built myself up to this level. Mm. And even though we're boys, I don't want y'all to ruin the shit that I mm. put in work while y'all are doing whatever the fuck y'all are doing. So anything I say, I got to watch. And like you said, like there's like I said, there's brands and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So yeah. I got to be careful with what I post. And I, I just at the end of the day, I, I really just look out for myself whenever I, I post Absolutely. and stuff like that. Absolutely. I mean, and a lot of people like me, I'm white and Mexican. I don't say the N-word. Like yeah, a lot of people. Yeah. I have friends that rap and they say the n word all the time. Like throughout bro, the sure, whole song, you don't yeah. need to be saying that, bro. If you want to, yeah. it's first of all, it's offensive to like it might not be offensive to you or to some of my homeboys. But there are people out there like there's people, yeah, that you're offending somebody, and that's the last mm-hmm. thing you want to do. You don't want to, and exactly. I don't. I tell them, bro, you're being offensive to somebody else. It's not even about oh your career can your career might take off, and then they're gonna bring that back and like, oh it's gonna ruin your career. I'm like, nah, fuck that. You're offending somebody exactly. at the end of the day. So exactly. you really gotta be careful with what you say because mm-hmm. I had like back back. Back back in the day, a long time ago, when I used to play basketball, my mm-hmm. whole team was pretty much all black people. Right, I, right, and there's right, a right. few Mexican people. Like we were all hooped together. We were brothers. Like we all, mm-hmm. you know, everybody is, is one. We're all the same color in the mm-hmm. inside. Yeah, so, absolutely. And they would say it all the time and be like, "Oh, you can say it. We don't care. You my bro." Blah blah. blah. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I just it's don't like feel a respect thing. Exactly, it's like a respect thing. And I then I'm yeah. like, no, nah, like, and then now. Like, you see people saying this shit all the time, and they get canceled and this and that, mm. and blah, blah. And I'm like, first of all, y'all shouldn't be saying that shit, period. So, mm. I mean, you kind of yep. deserve what you do yep. here. Yep. Even though you're not racist, you still might, in someone else's eyes, in like, someone you, else, yeah, you, you gotta hurt look somebody at else. Reputation. You got to look at, like, shit. I, I just had a conversation with one of my partners, and he was like, Alex, you got to watch what you be tweeting sometimes. Like, you got to watch what yeah. you be saying. Like, the tongue is a powerful thing. Yeah, exactly. Once you speak some shit, it's out there. Uh-huh. Once you twi- type some shit and hit that button, it's yeah, out there. It's out like, there, for real. It's out there for the world to see. And you always want to have that, your image. Mm-hmm. Your image is everything. Yeah, like, exactly. even when it comes to your kids. Like, when, when my mama always say, when you go out there, you represent me. Like, yeah. I didn't understand that until exactly. now. Yeah, like that's how I was. I'm the same way. Yeah, like, I, yeah, okay. Now, like, when I was out there acting a the fool... Like, I yeah. know, like, that was a representation yeah. on my mama, too. Like, like, going back to it, back then, times were different. You can mm-hmm. do shit like that. Nobody gave a fuck, but, like, you got to realize, like, it's you got to kind of grow up and see from a different perspective. Exactly. Like, yeah, this shit isn't cool exactly. to be saying and stuff exactly. like that. Because, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and stun. Like, when I was back when I was a teenager, we all said the shit. But then, yeah. looking back, I was being stupid. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand what mm-hmm. the fuck I was saying. Mm-hmm. My homeboys didn't give a fuck, but mm-hmm. somebody out there does. So, right. I, I had to right. put that shit off quick. Like, I didn't understand it at first. I was like, well... A lot of my homeboys are saying, they, they said I could say, I'm out here, like, mm-hmm. sometimes, I'm not in the hood, but I'm with people that are from the hood that mm-hmm. are giving me a pass, but that doesn't make it okay. It don't make it okay. And I want to yeah. clear that up, because a lot of people might, not that it's ever happened to me, but if it ever did happen and people saw some old tweets or whatever, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 
I'm, I mean, now I'm in a hole. That's 10 years ago. Because I haven't said this shit in years. Like, right. I already learned right. from my mistakes or whatever. And I tell people all the time, like, you don't need to be saying that shit. Me and you, we're not, you know, we don't know what people are going through. That's not our place to say it. Mm-hmm. So you got to chill out with that shit. And it goes with every race. Like, there's people that say other words and shit like that. Exactly. And I just I always like exactly. to tell my people, especially if I care for you and you're trying to make a career out of your shit, watch what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Watch what you you're saying. you don't know what the fuck, like, other people are really going through. Exactly. And it might exactly. not be offensive to your homeboys or whatever, but it's offensive It's a whole somebody. world out here. Here. Yeah. Like it's the, you gotta have more than just your perspective on the table. Yeah. Like you gotta look at it from worldwide yeah, point exactly. of view. Like you wanna like if, if, if would you say this shit to a stranger? Like exactly. would you like like yeah. you can't just be walking around here just talking just just talking noise just saying shit. Exactly. Um, but J- Grand Prairie, let's go back to Grand Prairie real quick. I th- face it, you're pretty much a damn face of Grand Prairie. <laughs> I try. Um, what what what's your uh? I would say, what do you expect? Do you expect Grand Prairie to get more known, or do you want Grand Prairie to have more eyes on it? Do you think there's a lot of talent in there? There's definitely. I mean, I think there's talent. The only problem is like these Grand Prairie kids want to be all like gang and blah 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 right. involved in the streets. And I'm like, bro, we all went to the same school. Like some of these, some of these areas, like Dowers and shit, is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you don't gotta be. You don't gotta be that person. Like yeah. me, I can go. I can. Not even trying to brag. I can hit up so-and-so from South Dallas, stop six, and be like, hey, I'm going to mm-hmm. go there, mm-hmm. and I'm good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't got to worry about shit, but yep. I don't go around tweeting like, oh, I'm, I can be in Because it's all about how you present yourself. Exactly. Like You want to get out, so why you exactly. keep trying to go back? You exactly. keep checking yourself back in. I always say I can roll through any hood and be good just because I represent myself, yeah. I care, how I carry myself. And real people fuck with that. You can't be out here talking crazy, yeah. doing some crazy shit, and I think that's a, 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 what a lot of people see out of Grand Prairie yeah. is just like that part, yeah. like that that Dalworth part. Yeah, them want to be like, and Dalworth there's some real people I fuck with everybody out now. Absolutely, yeah. But Shout like where we grew up is two worlds. So in two worlds, there's a lot of like wannabe that mm-hmm. people and shit mm-hmm. like that. And there's some people out there that are about it, but I feel like they they let that get the best of them instead of using their talent and going to the next level. Exactly. And they they want to be stuck in that lifestyle. And then I'm just like, bro, y'all got talent and you're wasting it. Whether it's mm. sports, music, whatever the fuck it is, you gotta you gotta let your pride just go, your ego go, and just run with it. Mm. And do your like take care of your business instead of worrying about what everybody else is thinking. Like a exactly. lot of people are like, oh, he's too good for the streets now. Blah blah like. Everybody wants to get out the streets. Y'all exactly. talk about getting out the like, streets. Exactly, like, you want me to be so, up the streets? Yeah, so like, when I'm out the streets, you want to talk shit about it? Like, it don't make no what? sense. So, you got to, you got to, it's a personal issue. You got to want to really take off and put all that shit behind you and just say, fuck it, I'm going to do what, I, what exactly. I like to do and take it to the next level. Well, hopefully, I hope GP gets some shine right now because they are doing their thing with, yeah, the bas- sure. with, with the basketball team is killing it. Um, I think they play Duncanville next, so shout yeah, out to them. Yeah, I think that's what I heard. Yeah. Um, but Nate, thank you so much. Any, I mean, Appreciate is there it. anything else? Like anything? Uh, what's on your mind? Shit, that's pretty much it. I really wanted to come in here and let everybody know what's been going on. Where I know mm-hmm. a lot of new people that follow me didn't know the backstory or what inspired me, what got me here. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm here, I really wanted to just let you know what's going on and, and what's awesome. my next move, which is the music thing. So I think I'm really gonna put my effort in and try to go hard with the music and see where it takes me. Uh, well, hey, we're going to have to run this whole back oh, once yeah. you drop that hey, first yeah, yeah. album. No, I'm gonna come back you going to, sure. yeah, you have to come back through. Don't let this be your last time I now. I love it. Thank you so much for coming through, Nate. I'm so glad we got to chop it up. Uh, let the people know where to follow you, where you at. Uh, everything's Nate God. I like to keep it simple. N-A-T-E-G-A-W-D. It's a G-A-W-D because a lot of people put dog. It's not Nate Dog. It's Nate God. G-A-W-D. I'm saying this because me and her went to this little bubble ball thing. Like the, we, They brought us out to a soccer game. We were yeah. in the field and they announced us. They had a videographer and everything. It was a And they called you the And they're like, Nate God. I told the dude like three times before. I was like, it's Nate God, but whatever. So Nate God on everything. I got Snapchat. I got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It's all the same thing. N-A. A-T-E-G-A-W-D. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. We can't wait to see what's next from you. I'm damn sure going to be looking out for the music. Appreciate it. Appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Other than that, guys, y'all already know the vibes. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. I'm going to have all Nate's information on the description as well. Make sure you guys tap into him. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.